I'm already way ahead of you. Nice, nice. But we're okay. It's all good. We're ready to go. Uh, Are we ready to go? I was thinking about one this week. And I was thinking, mm. uh, you know, I, I just want to say uh, to whoever stole my depression medication, I hope you're happy. Hey! <laughs> happy with some Prozac. Fun fact, my brother wrote a song in his high school band called I'm Happy with Prozac. Other nice. fun fact, it's not a great song. Fun, deep Sorry, for Jay. someone who's 16 or 14 or whatever age. I know. They were a great band. They're called Ignition. Look them up. <laughs> uh, they were a great band. They were a great band. Yeah. They were. Episode 30 of That's Class, a podcast about things we find class, hosted by three, however, two this week of your favourite class halls. As always, I'm Rory, once surfed from England to France kid, joined by yeah. Duncan Wordle, better remain free, Malcolm, and not including Eddie, I'm too good for this podcast to join on my birthday, Ashcroft. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Dunk? Um, apparently Ooh. I surfed from England to France. Yeah, because you're a channel surfer. Ah, very good. Very, very good. Fun fact about surfing. The, the channel is also a name for a rip current, which we use to get oh. out back quicker. So maybe there I am go. a channel surfer. Fact, facts of the day. Yeah. Fact, learn something new every day. And you, uh, you wish, you wish Wordle remains free. Is this because the New I York Times bought Wordle? Yeah, New York Times bought Wordle. They seem to treat all. They seem to have a few word games and crosswords and stuff. So yeah, uh, it makes sense for them to have it. Uh, I hope they. Uh, keep it free, basically. The I guy stuck it on Twitter. I think he stuck a statement on Twitter saying that he was actually like happy that the New York Times wanted to buy it because it, his game was inspired by the games that they have on the New York Times website anyway. Um, so hopefully it does remain um, free. We play it, fun fact for the listeners, we play it every... Oh, sorry, hold on. Train. <laughs> Train. 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 That's good for the audio. Oh, no, Johnson. Oh, no, Johnson. <laughs> uh, for the listeners, we play Wordle on a daily between the podcast and uh, this week. I won or par on par. Eddie didn't submit. I got three out of six. You got four. Yeah. However, you're, you've, you've proven that your vocabulary is much superior to the rest of us on the pod. Um, it's not that much better. No, you're it's just, just very... get lucky with the... Starting word sometimes. Yes. I've changed my uh, starter word and it's working out quite well for me. But yes, it's Eddie's 30th birthday and it's our 30th episode. Oh, so and he's not here. What a prick. <laughs> Selfish <laughs> son of a bitch. It would have been a great, great time to have gone th episode 30, Eddie's 30. We could have done something special, but no, he's not here because he's a prick. Happy yeah, birthday. I've not actually said, time. I've not said happy birthday to him today yet. And I might not just to spite him. So that he has to wait and listen to this episode. And then <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> I hope you had a great day. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> um, but right off the bat, a little bit of housekeeping for everyone. Um, you can find us on wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, Spotify pod, Apple pod. 
Anchor FM. If you click the link tree in our Instagram, you can find a whole bunch of links on where to listen, wherever you prefer to listen to our podcast. Um, trying to push the whole rating system on Spotify again. I secretly um, looked at Lucy's iPhone and into her Spotify. She hadn't even rated us. Didn't even give us a rating. So I gave Ooh, us. I a, gave uh, us. Oh, you're playing a dangerous game there. I know. I gave us did our you, own five star rating. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> did you bring it up? I did bring it up, and she went, "Oh, oh, sorry, I forgot." I guess I don't know. Who knows? Um, but Duncan, what do you think about our new surroundings, our new um, color scheme, our new logo? I liked it. It's I liked good, it. isn't it? I like the yellow. I think the yellow pops. It the yellow pops. pops. Well. It pops, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. It pops. Uh, I have. I literally have black logo behind me, and you can't really see the black part. Yeah. Uh, so the yellow will uh, definitely pop. I'll give you. Uh-huh. I'll give you a PDF. A high-quality PNG, so you can make a new poster and mug. Make a new poster. Oh no, I'm keeping uh, my, no. The mug's not getting changed. That's let's, yeah. let's relax here. That's yeah. <laughs> Which not made of money. Everything you see in the background of Duncan's that's class uh, window, you could probably get as merch if you join us on Patreon and give us money. I doubt that. Very Which much. I doubt will ever happen. But you know, we've <laughs> made one. Never happen because we like, you know, give us money. We're just, money, we're money just preparing. Helps. You're, you're just getting. You're just preparing yourself. You're just getting out ahead of the game. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, all those things on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Whenever I decide to upload it, whenever I'm free, whenever I have Wi-Fi here in Sri Lanka, it's going to get uploaded. Keep an eye out. Put your notifications on on whatever you listen to so that you know when we're uploaded. And we'll be right there waiting for you for your commute. We upload pretty much mm. whenever every week at 7 a.m. Just in time for you to jump in your car and listen to something. Listen to two guys, three guys, talk talk shit. Talk about things talk they shit. find class. Talk shit for about an hour. Yeah, talk about nothing. Anyway, moving on to nothing. Uh, <laughs> shall we talk about the, uh, quite a big thing, actually, this week, which was uh, PlayStation bought Bungie. It's big. I'm not sure it's... It's not as big as Microsoft's one. No. Uh, but it's an interesting purchase that definitely is just retaliation for. Uh, you think it is a retaliation buy? Uh, it's not so much retaliation buy. It's basically... If Call of Duty... Right, so Microsoft now own Call of Duty. Yes. Okay? For our listeners who don't know, Call of Duty is probably the biggest first-person shooter game on planet Earth. Rory's undressing. Oh no, he's not. He's just making, he's just he's just fixing. Just taking my hat here. It was very uh, warm in here. I'll bet. Yeah, I was thinking that earlier. I was thinking. I was like, oh my god, the heating's on. I was thinking Rory probably doesn't have to worry about heating. Very like, sweaty, he's just boy. Warm constantly. Yeah. <laughs> so Call of Duty is biggest, like one of the biggest games on the planet. Mm. Uh, if that goes Xbox exclusive, Sony don't have a first-person shooter for their console. Ah. And the only other people that make first-person shooters really, like in on the this sort of scale, are Dice, who work with EA, who have a That's kind Battlefield, of a, right? uh, Battlefield, who have a little bit of a relationship with Xbox because the games are on Game Pass. Uh, yeah. And then the other one is Destiny at Bungie, who originally made Halo. Uh, cool. Right. So Bungie. Basically, I think that's kind of a deal there for Sony. Kind of, we're going to maybe get some, you know, we're definitely going to be getting some first-person shooters to our, uh, and and from Console. a reputable developer because you can get them from any developer. But True. it's making sure that it's a developer that's got creates good content. 
yet the, the name Bungie will sell and they don't have to give it Destiny or like uh, sort of that first person hybrid fantasy one that they've got going they can yeah. give it uh, they can make a new IP exclusively for Sony yeah. they can probably wrangle something together for them so that's where I think it's going you say Bungie will sell I'd, n- I'd heard of Bungie but I could not tell you what they made Halo. like yeah Halo <laughs> but like that's it that's all they've made Halo and Destiny Oh, right. Okay, fair enough. Well, that's why, then. I've never played any of those games. Um, I think they made a few other things, but that's their main... That's their their bread and butter. Interesting, though, that they've bought a developer that is primarily Xbox only, with Halo and stuff, you know? Yeah, well, they left... They they left Halo. They gave Halo to Microsoft. Microsoft bought Halo. Bungie left to make Destiny. And then, interestingly enough... Uh, Bungie, Bungie kind of left Microsoft and then they teamed up with Activision but they still own <laughs> Halo no even Bungie though don't own Halo they Microsoft don't own Halo, own Halo. Ah, okay. no. and then Bungie left Microsoft, left Microsoft went independent then went under Activision then left Activision because they didn't like working for people uh, who does? and now they're working for Sony I feel there's a bit of repetition going on here. Yeah, they're probably going to leave Sony at one point as well. Sony at some point as well, yeah. But, you know. Yeah, interesting stuff. It was very um, very good. I saw actually what was quite a funny uh, meme, which was the scene from Rush Hour, where uh, Jackie Chan is teaching Chris Tucker how to take a gun out of like out of someone's oh. hand. And he's like holding <laughs> his gun up, and it's, it's Microsoft with... Uh, who did they buy? Activision Blizzard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Microsoft with Activision, or, like as the gun, and then um, and then the taxi driver comes out and he's like, "What are you guys doing?" And then Chris Tucker steals the gun and it's PlayStation with Bungie, and then and then the and then the taxi driver takes out his pistol and it's the New York Times with Wordle. <laughs> it was very good. I laughed a lot. <laughs> yeah, the memes have been good. The memes have been good. Yeah. Ah. Oh. So when you've not been memeing, we've been watching anything cool this week. Absolutely, uh, one of the one of the main things I think we'll talk about on this uh, on this episode. Um, I watched well, I missed last week, so I watched episode five, and then last week I watched episode six of the Book of Boba Fett. Nice. And I feel nice. like we should talk about it right now because they did something that I wasn't expecting, and I am so stoked that they have because controversially. Yeah, spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't seen oh, Book of Boba Fett. Spo- right, so massive spoiler alerts now for at least the yes. next five minutes. For these so. next two episodes, fair enough, it's been in two weeks. You should, probably should have watched episode five by now. But spoilers for episode five. It's the and new go. episode. It's a new episode of The Mandalorian. Um, spoiler episode six, Luke Skywalker's back. Um, but from the, the reveal of Luke Skywalker at the end of The Mandalorian... I think this reveal in episode six has just as much hype. What do you think? I'm playing it kind of loose before people switch off. <laughs> uh, when, I, I think unless you've watched the animated series, it's not that hype. And you're like, who's this guy? I mean, yes. So that's, that's a fact, right? So we'll get into this, right? So uh, the, the episode six, we've got R2-D2, Luke Skywalker, mm. Ahsoka Tano, Yes. Mandalorian. Yes. Uh, and then you've also got uh, Black Chrysanthemum, who is a character from the comic books, apparently. I never read the comic books, but, you know, that's where he's come from. 
So yeah. you got this new murderous Wookiee. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't realise he was in canon. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got, and on top of that, you've got Cobb Van, Timothy Elephant uh, playing great. Cobb Van. And he's the he's got, the sheriff, right? He's the marshal. He's the sheriff. The great. Marshal. Did you see? That, sorry, before you say that, the parallel shot of him seeing the squid people. Uh, it's parallel to that scene with uh, Jabba the Hutt and Han Solo, where it's just the gun. It's the whole story. It's really cool. Sorry, carry on. Ah, it's he's very Han Solo. Scene, so we'll get into him, and of course, my favorite, one of my favorite characters in Star Wars, Cad Bane. I cannot tell you how excited I was to see I I couldn't actually, over Luke Skywalker I couldn't give a, pardon my French I couldn't give a flying fuck about Luke Skywalker over Cad Bane Cad Bane is so much more interesting That uh, is a bold statement right there (laughs) He's Do you know what it is? He's the Clint Eastwood of Star Wars (laughs) He is is a little bit but what he is, is he's even through the Clone Wars he has like barely any redemption like in the Clone Wars, there's episodes of him, and even though it's animated, and we've talked like, mm. and you could say like the first couple of seasons were very sort of child friendly. Whereas yes. towards the sort of as it went on, it got more and more dark. And he, there's one episode, like one small arc, where he's kidnapping force sensitive children for Palpatine. Oof. And he's just killing their parents, like just killing them, just indiscrim- He's indiscriminate, and is like he just does the job that he's paid for. He's kind of like yeah. Boba Fett. He's literally like old school Boba Fett. He's a bounty Fett, hunter. But he, hasn't, but he hasn't changed. Yeah. And he's just indiscriminate in his killing. Like, he, whatever it is to get the job done. And that's why everyone's so hyped to see him because he's a, pro, he's a real villain. There's no... Yeah. He's chaos no for chaos' sake. Like, he'll do he's it for the no, coin. Yeah. For the coin. He's got no redeeming... There's no sort of... I'm, I'm sorry, credits. Because I was... Yeah. I'm, I'm doing this because of some tragic backstory or I'm doing I'm misunderstood like yeah. he's not misunderstood he's an asshole yeah right but the what made it great was that the whole episode the first part of that episode they they did the the Pikes versus Cobb band so Timothy Olyphant got to do his Justified routine whack, uh, whack. have you watched Justified uh no Justified it's basically Justified it's basically Timothy Olyphant doing what he does in this but in a real Class. life in like a modern setting uh, but he talks exactly the talks like talking exactly the same it's all on Amazon Prime it, okay 100% it's just a cowboy watch it it's the the writing is written his character in Justified was written by Elmore Leonard who wrote Jackie Brown oh yeah yeah, yeah. great uh, movie the book and he wrote oh, the uh, book. well no he wrote this movie as well but obviously oh, okay. he wrote the book but all the dialogue and all the characters and the way it's kind of like snappy dialogue, sort of Tarantino-y mm. snappy dialogue and stuff. All the like the weird and wacky sort of cool, like sort of weirdy characters that are funny. Yeah. Uh, all of that is uh, Elmore Leonard, and basically Timothy Olyphant played him for six seasons. And then when he arrived as Cobb Vanth, Cat and I were sitting watching, we both went, "God, he's just playing." It's just the same just character. Playing, it's just played a space version of Alan Gibbons. Uh, but yeah, he basically that scene showed how quick on the draw he was. Yeah. Which then, when Cobb Van, when Cad Bane outdraws him, you go, oh shit. But then, here's my argument. Uh, well, first of all, he's quick on the draw with the squid people. What are they called? Spike. Uh, they're pikes. called. I want to say. No, no, he's a jury. Pikes? No, the pikes. No, he's not a pike. No, no, he shot the pikes. 
Oh yeah, he shot the pikes. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like pikes, yeah. his quick draw on the pikes, he he kills three people with two shots. Yeah. Oh, does he? Yeah, because I watched a YouTube video <laughs> about like um, things you missed or whatever. Like he whips it out and it goes bang, and then the first laser goes through one and hits the other, and then he goes bang nice. and kills the other one, and the guy he leaves alive on purpose. Yeah. Oh, I think like, he killed. He killed one. That's cool if he killed one part, two people with one, yeah. one stone. But then here's the thing about how the bounty hunter was too was quick for him. I feel like he was distracted by his deputy who was being a prick, you know, and he kind of he drew to tell him not to draw. Yeah. And then he got shot. I don't think he's dead, though. No, he's not dead. I, I think... It looks like he got shot I, in the this side. This is why I love this. First of all, the whole scene was excellent with, like, the framing and, like, the whole the yeah. sky camera his, and stuff. His super, like, long entrance when it was that sort of, yeah. like, really small character with, yeah. his, with, his, with his duster. Duster, yeah. <laughs> the, uh... Cad Bane is 79 now technically or something like that he's old he's like he's like because he was he was sort of middle-aged in the clone wars so right. he's old now which is why he looks a bit sort of a bit more wrinkly wrinkly this is of this is the bounty hunter the bounty hunter cad yeah. bane he's about 79 so therefore if cad bane but you know what, you know how you're saying he was distracted and yeah. that's how he got the drop on him yeah. well if they're going to kill cad bane and give him his send-off that's you could he could get drawn on because he's not actually as fast as you th- like you say there was a yeah. distraction yeah so therefore is he as fast as he thinks he is sort of thing yeah Still fast, I think I think they'll have another is. duel I hope they yeah. have another duel and he gets redemption I hope they do I hope they do as soon as as soon as he sort of went get everybody inside I don't know you're thinking oh god here yeah. we go Proper for a while Western I was like who is walking up here and then as they got yeah. closer and I saw the hat and the tr- and the duster and I was like oh fuck they've done it. <laughs> that's so cool that's so and cool they did it really well the CGI was good he, as a character yeah. I thought how are they, if they were going to do it how, how is it going to look and yeah. Star Wars has always been good it's with prosthetics a lot of practical and, I think yeah, yeah. Um, but then speaking of CGI Luke Skywalker Luke. looked a lot better yeah well moving on to Luke Skywalker yes, yes. so the other half of this episode yeah <laughs> which, uh, Luke Skywalker he looked so much better apparently they hired a guy who after the the finale of season two, a guy did like a YouTube edit, yeah, and went. You could actually have made him a lot better if you just soft do X, Y, and Z. And he was actually a graphics designer or a CGI guy. I think it was it not this. one of the guys that works for a corridor crew. Might I'm pretty been, sure it was one know. of them. He, he someone did an edit, yeah. And basically, Disney made it look amazing, <laughs> and Disney hired him. Clever. Because so you can went, tell, well, if you can, yeah, you can either it, they upgraded right. their artist or they put a lot more money into the deep fake, because it is other than the lips, it's flawless. Because a lot of the every talking, time, yeah, every time he spoke, I was like, "There's something wrong," but I don't know what it a is. A lot of the talking, if you think about a lot of the talking, a lot of the back half of his sentences are focused on another character. Ah, okay. So you don't see his lip. You see his lips start to move, and he starts to talk. And yeah. then the camera moves to the other person, and you hear the rest of Mark Hamill talking. Yeah, that's how they're getting around it. Is by just the lips don't look, the lips don't sync up. Oh, that's fine. We'll just pan it. We'll just focus on the other person as he's yeah. chatting for a while because I thought that was how they were getting away with it. Because when they first introduced Luke again with Grogu, you ne- they didn't speak for like the first three scenes. They were just meditating or yeah. whatever, and 
And then he stands up and you see his boots. And then he speaks for the first time. And I was like, that's how they're going to get away with it. Because, yeah, his CGI face looks great when he's not talking, but how does he look? And then he started talking. And I was like, ah, yeah, that's kind of how I thought it would look. Like, the lips aren't really morphing how your lips would morph. Yeah. But saying that, like, miles better than what it looked like in The Mandalorian. Heaps better. And his eyes aren't, like, twitching around and going in weird places. That's good, though. I'm excited. It was good, and I liked. Uh, there was a few like humorous bits to it. I really, we thought. Mm. I really thought the bit was let's go for a walk, and he's walking. And he's just lifting him up. He's like him force forward. lifting him <laughs> forward. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and then of course him trying to eat all the frogs naturally. Is that was good. Like, he's just kind of, for want of a better word, he is cute. He's a cute little bastard. He's a cute little <laughs> bastard. Yeah. Um, uh, you go. Oh, he's so. Oh, fucking hate the fact he's cute. God damn it. And then it ended on, it ended on a bit of a cliffhanger. He wanted to choose either the Mandalorian chainmail or Yoda's mm-hmm. lightsaber. And because we've now seen the sequels, uh-huh. Grogu doesn't feature. <laughs> so I'm going to place some bets on that he takes the chainmail. <laughs> can, I, can I offer or, just a, a side note? Or he this. takes the lightsaber and he dies. Can I give you a side note to this? Yes. To quote Obi-Wan Kenobi, only a Sith deals in absolutes. What does that mean? Well, he gives them an absolute choice. One or the oh, other. Oh, damn. So Luke he is giving him a pick that he one can or have pick both. one. Yeah. Yes. And only a, Sith, only a Sith deals in absolutes. Now, I am not saying Luke Skywalker is a Sith, but it's a, it's a, dark, it's, it's a dark choice. Yeah, it's because it's, it's actually. Yeah, it's like learn to be a Jedi, never see your friend again, or right. go chill with your friend, never be a Jedi. Which is why they always train them from being very young because so they, they don't, don't have any friends to anyone. Yeah, they which is why Anakin was such a big risk because he was too old. Yeah, and now they're do, they're is is history repeating itself? So you think Grogu is Snoke? <laughs> <laughs> that would be impressive if it was. That would be great. Uh, um, that that would be some long-term thinking. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think I don't think he's Snoke, but I think he's. I actually think he's. He might be the start with Snoke. He might be the start of the rise. Because if you watch, there's that scene where the guy that was the med, the, the when they kidnapped Grogu and he's the met, he's doing tests on him. Yeah. And there's the chamber with all the sort of weird monstrosities and tanks. Yes. Uh, and ah. he, the guy that's doing the, the guy that's the medic was on Camino as a clone doctor. So he's a clone engineer. Or like a geneticist. Palpatine. So is the idea is they're trying to use like Yoda's species to like make a force sensitive clone. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But my point still stands. That's an, ab- that's an absolute choice. And Ahsoka Tano tries to give them that because she's a, she's what they call apparently what they call a grey Jedi. So she's like, doesn't like straight down the middle. Uh, has so friends. She, oh, so has friends and loved ones, but has but friends and loved the, ones, but doesn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's them make their own choices. Whereas that's what she was trying to intimate, and then he basically gives them an absolute choice, and it was kind of like, Phew. yeah. 
But guaranteed, I hope he take. I hope the little guy takes the chainmail because guaranteed, Gogu's gonna get. It's gonna be like Frodo in the cave troll. He's gonna get stabbed and he'll be fine. He's gonna get stabbed and we'll forget with the lightsaber. That he's got the maybe with the maybe with the lightsaber, yes. Yeah, uh, which leads us to just a quick chat about episode five, the new episode yeah. of the Mandalorian. Um, great little lightsaber fight. Uh, great to see um, a prequel uh, starship being revamped. <laughs> Again, um, yeah, Mando says the word wizard, which I'm definitely <laughs> going to try and bring back. <laughs> I said it in our yeah. chat today. <laughs> um, and what else happened? Yeah, I think that was it. He actually went down the the pod race route. In the, he did in go the down the pod race route. So much prequel stuff. So much prequel stuff. And it, was, it was a good, good nostalgia trip. I loved it. It was very I think good. that's the thing. A lot of people are complaining about the book of Boba Fett because they're kind of saying, where's Boba Fett? And I, I've been thinking about this, and basically, ap- apparently, they wanted to continue the chapter numbers from The Mandalorian, and then oh, they changed yeah. it the last yeah. second. If you just said, if they'd slap, if they changed the marketing material and just call it The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, it would work a lot more because then you just know it's just a kind of a half extension of season two. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, like an epilogue of season two. Yeah. And it's kind of that would make sense because. Someone else said it, and it's a weird correlation, but it makes sense. Uh, they were re- they said about the Bible, right? You know how they've got like the Book of John, yes, right? Many many the books book of, of John other people is not about John. The Book of John is about Jesus, and John's t- John tells the story. So it's kind of like is that ah. where they're going? Where it's like the Book of Boba Fett is kind of about Boba Fett's in it, but actually it's kind of just about the world. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't focus on. It's just focused on him for a bit and fills in some blanks sort of thing. I saw another uh, that's good meme. Analogy. Did you? You might have sent this to me. I saw another meme of a prequel episode uh, where Mace Windu is talking to Anakin about being on the Jedi Order. As the uh, Did you see that? Yeah, and it's it's no, it's Boba Fett, and he was like, "I will grant you your own season, but I will not grant you a main character." <laughs> There's one where uh, it's the same thing, but it's the Arbor saying, "You you are, you could be on this cast, but you're not a Mandalorian." Did you take your helmet off? Yes. Well, you're not a Mandalorian. Not a Mandalorian. He's like, this is outrageous. It's unfair. <laughs> it's not the Jedi oh, way. It's very very good. If you <laughs> if if you guys stuck around to listen to this and you've not seen the Book of Boba Fett or the Mandalorian, what the hell are you doing? Like, do it. Sorry. I don't want to tell the Cad Bane talk because he is genuinely he is on the Clone Wars. It's worth. If you don't want to watch all the Clone Wars, it's worth going and watching the episodes he's in. Because mm-hmm. uh, he is, like I said, savage. Yeah, I... Like, he was brutal. <laughs> I, n- I, I never really got super into the Clone Wars because, you, like That's you fair. said, it starts off pretty, like, it's a kid's Slow. show. And they don't, they don't quite know what they're doing with it. Yeah. But uh, then one of the guys that I, I would listen to another podcast, he released uh, a Twitter list of, like, if you want to get into the Clone Wars... Here are the episodes you must watch. You can skip everything yeah. else type stuff. Yeah, th- there's there's some you can miss. Yeah, so I did that, <laughs> and then I got to know... I, I, like, I'm really bad with names, but I got to meet the bounty hunter and just realize how much of a bastard he is. Yeah. I like some of the other, but I like the fact that there's other bounty hunters as well. Mm. Uh, I think they're interesting. They're, they're some of the most interesting characters. Uh, yeah, because yeah, they, re- they introduced quite a lot of the bounty hunters in The Mandalorian from the animated yeah. series. Yeah. Um, so, but not him. So, yeah. Yeah. Very good. But no, that's good. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where episode seven goes. Uh, yes. How many are they going to do? Eight. Seven. 
Oh, Jesus, what's going on outside? Next week. Seven. Oh, right, final, finale. Finale next week, and then apparently Obi-Wan Kenobi may debut on May 4th, which is a Wednesday, which is when Boba Fett comes out. Hello there. Hello there. Very uh, good. That has to be that if that if they're going to do a trailer, that's how I would like a teaser trailer, like a Just minute bang. a bit. Hello. I would there. actually have I would actually have uh the trailer not feature Obi Wan Kenobi until the, a bit like when they did with Venom. Oh until the very and not end. have until the very end and then have them drop down and just go Hello there. And then just cut to the, the titles and then the date that's gonna arrive. That's how I would frame yeah, that's how so I would good. frame it. Uh, I, think, I think people would freak out. I I would put money on the fact that obviously John Favreau and the team of Star Wars that are doing yeah. it right now are very aware of fans memes, pop culture, memes. you know, and things that fans are talking about and what they love. I would put a lot of money on the fact that Obi Wan Kenobi is going to say hello there at some. Can point. Can we quickly talk about General Grievous? General Grievous bot in the in Jabba's palace, the chef bot. Oh, oh yeah, oh, I forgot about oh, that with the knives. With the knives, I was I start spinning them. I, I didn't even brilliant. realize that was a grievous body. It's not a grievous body. It's just uh, it just reminds just, I think you of it. Just did it as a the, the way it's framed and the way he turns and the way the knife. You suddenly has six knives. Yeah, it was just totally a part, and he starts spinning them. Yeah, yeah. that's a that's a part. That's, that's a grievous one. <laughs> that's a good call. Man, I didn't even clock that. That's good. Uh, some good ones. Oh yeah, it was good fun. Uh, yeah, so watch that. Uh, nice. I'll tell you what. It's you were talking about memes. It's a bit like the uh, Spider-Man. Also spoiler. Well, not really spoilers because in the trailer, Willem Dafoe uh, says something of a scientist. I'm something of a scientist myself. That got that made me laugh. That made yeah. me laugh because that was really the, good. It's in the first one. It's in the first film. But yeah. now because it becomes such a meme. It was just funny for him. To, he definitely said because, that. They because because of all the the shitty scientist things that have happened, I guess, like especially nowadays in the world of COVID. Yeah, yeah. and like so people are people are giving their advice on something, and they're not a scientist. And then someone replies with, "I'm something of a scientist myself," and it's become so much bigger recently. Yeah, yeah it's great oh, that he dropped fun. that in. That was good. That was that was good. Uh, what you watched anything else this week? So um, moving on from Star Wars, we're very, are we happy with Star Wars? We're saying it's class still. It's very class. Absolutely, I think it's class. Despite the nostalgia bait, and you, we can talk about Boba Fett and how much he's been in it and all that yeah. stuff. I'm, do you know what? I'm enjoying it. It's yeah. Star Wars. It doesn't need to be complicated. Yeah, uh, I might even, some nice might character even, arcs would be nice, but <laughs> might even change the name of the pod to That's Wizard. <laughs> Oh, oh, easy now. Star Wars version of class. <laughs> easy now, my young Padawan. Uh, um, but other than that, I've not really been watching anything. Uh, we watched Point Break uh, the other day for the guests. Which one? A ter- the Old original. One? The only one. The, original. the only one. Um, the only one that exists in my mind. <laughs> Patrick, Sw- <laughs> Patrick Swayze. Amazing. Patrick Swayze. Keanu Reeves. Um, and so I listened to a podcast the other day and they talked about... Um, Point Break, and it's really funny having watched it the other day because they talk about how Keanu Reeves is an FBI agent and the FBI wants him to learn to surf to try and catch these uh, mm-hmm. criminals because they think they're surfers. And uh, yeah. like in the scene, Keanu Reeves is like, the FBI want me to be a surfer? Why? 
And it's like, because you fucking sound and look like a surfer. <laughs> You're made of rubber and you don't shave yet. <laughs> but it's just it's such a funny scene being like, he's so confused as to why the FBI wants him to go undercover as a surfer. And it's like, he's the only one that fits the profile. <laughs> Great. So that's what I've been watching. Um, very, very good stuff. Uh, but moving on to other news, um, Nintendo Switch news. You've not yet bought a Nintendo Switch yet, but I have one. No. And terrific updates, online updates for the Nintendo Switch included a, a game that me and my brother have been massive, massive fans of since the N64. So basically, um, Switch Online has released all these emulators. So there's like a Sega one, mm-hmm. there's a SNES one, there's a NES one, and there's a N64 one. And mm-hmm. they've just released an update for the N64 one, and they've released uh, a couple couple new games. But one for note for me is Banjo Kazooie. Have you heard of Banjo Kazooie? It I briefly went and on to the Banjo Game Kazooie. Pass. It's still yeah. on Game Pass. Yeah. Have you played it? Yeah, I, I played it in, on the N64. Oh, many, sick. many, many, many Easy. moons ago. Nice. One many, of many. my favorite games from the N64, like very, very top, probably maybe three it's third in my top three it will probably go ocarina of time golden eye and then banjo kazooie if no one if no one's played this game it's very much like third person nintendo uh mario type stuff but there's two characters yeah, that you can both to, play it was made and, like spiral really yeah it was kind of spiral. it was made by rare so it's very similar to that of spyro and uh yeah uh who else made rare uh, the the Donkey Kong Country games and stuff like that. Donkey Kong, yeah. Uh, it's very, very good. I'm excited to jump in and play it when I have time because right now I'm fairly busy with work and things. So I'm nice. excited. That's that's fun. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's not fun, great segue, Kidway. Yeah. Um, eight teams have a double game week coming up in the fantasy football. Um, are we still playing fantasy football? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I'm yeah. trying. Just, just wait. Just I said. This, I said this last night. I was thinking, God, it's it's the football on. No, the Premier League hasn't been on for weeks. Yeah, there's been a international break. No, it was an FA no, Cup it was, break. Oh, uh, FA Cup break and then Rona break because a lot of teams. If you look at the the league table, there are a lot of teams with a lot of games in hand, and so there's eight teams now with double game weeks. That's a, lie. Really... It's to... That's a lie. The game week starts tonight. I've just Googled it. It says tonight Fuck. at 6. I thought there was no football. It starts you've tonight. Got you've, got, you've got plenty of time. I thought it said the 8th, not the 5th. I thought it was the 8th as well, but apparently it's Tuesday. Apparently it's... Unless Burnley-Watford's been cancelled. The Burnley-Watford one was from the last game week that's been going on yeah. for the last two weeks or something. Oh, maybe that's what it is then. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking of. Like, is, I swear it was the 8th. It's ridiculous. Handle. Um, but yeah I mean it's been quite difficult yeah, this season eight. because of the Rona um, I'm second still I think let me double check let's have a look I'll tell you Pidge still taking it way too seriously um, I'm third so you must be second yeah my name is uh, Hugh Honey I think I must have had a, I must have had a few uh, I must Dallas... have had a couple of good weeks because I'm still I'm closer than I was Dallas Buyers Club yeah I'm second, Pidge is third, first, you're third, Eddie's fourth. Easy. So we're all in it. I've, I've, I've started um, a different fantasy game as well. Uh, for those of you, for those of you that are interested, yeah, I know. Uh, for those of you that are interested, the WSL, which is the World Surfing League, has started. Um, they always start in 
Hawaii on pipeline, which is regarded as one of the most dangerous waves in the world. Uh, it's where you basically go as a pro to make a name for yourself. And the only thing with pipeline is you get barreled. And it's about getting the deepest, longest, scariest barrel, and then the judges give you points. And if I'm you would like, Duncan, if you would like to ask any questions, I did listen to that part of the pod, and you guys were very confused and wondering how you grade surfing. <laughs> well, I presume that grading surfing is very much uh, dependent on the quality of the wave that you start with, but then I'm guessing it's how much height that you can keep uh, followed by not That's falling off would be helpful. That's interesting. It's uh, an interesting thought process. That's what I was just thinking. It must yeah. be like the height, how long you can keep at a certain height. And I guess if you go inside the wave, does that yeah. give you bonus points? Like yes. Inside it's called the a barrel, barrel, I guess. Inside the barrel. barrel yeah. yeah. Like a gun so, barrel. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So think of it like this. Surfing is graded pretty much identically to gymnastics. In that you, <laughs> <Seven>. have, <laughs> it, you have four or five, I think it's five judges and you surf your wave and they have a look at the wave over and over and over again and they determine one to ten what what that wave was worth. It was. Yeah, how difficult right. it was. Okay, so, so, so the routine and then you multiply it. Yeah. And so it's not necessarily how high you are on the wave because it's what you do on the wave. Especially nowadays in modern surfing, it's all about the lines you draw. So if you think of a open faced wave yeah. without any white water you're surfing up and down it and you're creating these lines uh, with the foam that you're doing. I get So it. it's about creating these lines and also creating difficult maneuvers. So like in modern surfing, everyone's going above the lip and everyone's doing airs now, which is kind of like skateboarding. Um, so whether or not you land that, that gets you big points. Yeah, makes um, sense. Uh, really big waves that look fucking hectic, like you shouldn't drop in on one of those. That gets you points for like just committing to a huge wave and making it. Fair. Um, powerful light, powerful turns, quick turns, impressive things that the judges aren't really expecting. Basically, if you can make the audience and a judge go, oh, fuck, then you've probably got decent points. <laughs> okay. um, which is why when I was in my contest, um, I, I went out in the first round. <laughs> Amazing. Um, the guy that came I'm first... I'm glad you went there because I was about to go impressive, impressive, That's impressive fine. things. Is that why you went out I first? had zero expectations <laughs> for my very first contest. So, and I'm not a very good surfer yet, competitively. Um, competitively, yeah. First place, difference. so four people in a heat. I came fourth <laughs> with uh, 3.4 points. So I did... Did, you, did you actually complete it and not fall off? Yes. I did well, two turns. That's a, that's a win. I did two turns on a relatively smaller wave, so not a set wave. So waves come in sets. Yeah. Um, I did two turns on a relatively small wave, got 3.4 points. The guy who came first was doing airs. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, There's levels to this shit, as they say in uh, martial arts. There's and levels he, to this game. He progressed into the second heat with 13.6 points or something. Okay. So he was very good. At least he scored um, points. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Uh, the judges, you guys are pretty much accurate on that. They're all sort of <laughs> 30 to 40-something-year-old men and women who look like they're 60. They're all uh, bronzed and leathery, uh, big, long hair, and love smoking the ganja. <laughs> Tur turtles. 
Uh, yeah, and they're uh, unsuccessful competitors who are now judging people. No, <laughs> that's not who they are. Um, but it was really, what was really cool is that, you know, um, experiencing a Red Bull event, being part of a Red Bull event, uh, drinking endless amounts of free Red Bull. And I got to take heaps of photos, uh, which is good for my personal photography and my actual job. So yeah, I'm sure it'd be a it was fun good fun. Tomorrow. It was a good week. Good weekend. Yeah. Basically, Quite going out in the first round meant that I got to go in the beers earlier, which was great. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Um, I'm not so getting that's... paid for this, so. Yeah. So that's that. <laughs> that's surfing. Surfing's great. The Rona hasn't affected it that much. Um, oh, that's cool. And it keeps going. Um, it's kind of an isolated sport. Yeah. Um, and the best thing about the Red Bull event was that at one point, um, every, the whole thing was... Uh, going off everyone was surfing heats were going off and then all of a sudden this red bull truck comes in um, and the red bull truck was so big it couldn't fit on the beach and it had to stick itself into reverse um, and it was just carrying all of these red bull cans and it starts sticking it into reverse and it was just like beep I tried to do an Eddie. I tried to do an Eddie. Now it's time for trailer time because I'm not Eddie. Eddie's not here. So this is my trailer time. Sorry, Eddie. <laughs> You're a prick. Uh, there's a. Uh, I was gonna say just a quick segue back for a second. Okay. I was thinking when you put fantasy surfing, and I was thinking to myself, you put I'm doing fantasy surfing. I was like, sounds a lot like a porn website, Rory. <laughs> fantasy football, but surfing, not fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, welcome everybody to a podcast within a podcast. Trailer time, usually hosted by Eddie. Eddie's not here because he's a prick. He doesn't want to be here on his 30th birthday on the 30th episode of Trailer Time. Actually, is it the 30th episode of Trailer Time? No. No. When did we start Trailer Time? I couldn't tell you. Who knows? (laughs) Moving on. Um, We've got three trailers for you guys. uh, Kicking it off with uh, the new The Boys uh, return. An animated version of The Boys called, called Diabolical. I heard about this. From you should have uh, heard about it on the podcast because we from the podcast, about it last but then week. before the podcast, um, Seth Rogen was on Hot Ones, um, and I love chicken wings, so I watch Hot Ones, and he was talking about the boys, and I had no idea Seth Rogen had any in, um, input into the boys at all. So that was actually a huge thing that he was involved in writing it or directing it or whatever. Um, and oh, yeah. him and his mate that does everything with him, what's his face, Seth or something, not Seth. Was his name Seth? I don't know who. I don't the guy that writes works. everything with uh, Seth Rogen. They're like a, they're like a team. They've been together since like high school. All right. Okay. Um, but yeah, they've they've now done this boys diabolical, which is all animated, and it's three different animation animating artists. So every episode will look different. Um, Th- that would make sense based on the trailer that if you've just watched the trailer yes I did watch the trailer sense. there are because three versions Laser Baby of, Laser yeah. Baby very much looks like Johnny Bravo slash yes I heard you guys talk about this last yeah. yes last week on the pod but the other ones look a bit more like uh, Vox Machina or Invincible yeah uh, and it said so Invincible in the end of the trailer yeah because he works I'm sure he does some work he was in Invincible Seth Rogen's uh, the alien he is he's that Invincible. one-eyed alien guy uh but the animation style is very similar to, uh, inv- definitely like they've done Invincible. Or they might have used uh, the Vox Machina, the people Funimation to do yeah. one yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. 
Uh, and there's another style as well that I'm not sure. But the, yeah, because they're all different styles in the uh, restaurant. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. That would and they're sense. basically showing you without telling you, which I love when people yeah. just show rather than yeah. tell, uh, that there are a lot of every episode is basically going to look different and feel different. Um, and it's just little vignettes of the boys. Yeah. And it's things it that they probably, cool. they probably couldn't do <laughs> in the boys, which they did a lot with the boys. Yeah. I, I think but they did not have a laser. They had a laser baby in the boys. Was that? Yeah. Was that, was that a baby? I, can't I don't think it. I think it. Was that a baby? I, I actually can't. I need to go back and watch it. I swear it was. Can't remember. Uh, but yeah, laser baby. And then there's a couple other bits and pieces and. Uh, yeah, it looks fun. I'm excited for it. more boys. As Eddie said, more boys is good. More boys, uh, more boys is good. Eddie's favorite That's phrase. <laughs> we uh, should make that our next banner. Instead of oh, I remember, <laughs> it's just more boys more is boys good. Is good. <laughs> more boys is good. This is terrible uh, English as well. <laughs> more, more boys is good. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, just another thing to watch. Exactly. It's on Amazon really? as well, isn't it? Which is great. It will be, um, yes. Because our next trailer is on Paramount Plus, which I have no idea how to watch. I still don't really I, know how I to watch HBO Max. You, I couldn't even tell you what's going to be on in this part of the world. So, and yeah. because it's all regionally different, couldn't tell you. So it's officially called Halo the Series, <laughs> um, <laughs> coming this year uh, on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Again, it's like I said at the top of... Paramount Plus? Yeah. Yeah, Paramount Plus. Um, like I said at the top of the episode, never played Halo. So I don't really have that much of a attachment to Master Chief or the story of Halo. So I don't know whether or not I jump in on it and it's good. Or I jump in on it and I don't really feel it and maybe it's more of a fan service thing. I feel like when watching the trailer, it looks very fan made. But I don't know if that's because I've already seen fan-made things on YouTube and stuff, you know? I think the, the fan-made stuff really... Like, some of the early trailers since they did for, like, Halo Reach, and uh, yeah. Neil Bullcamp did a whole bunch of design and stuff and made it, like, a uh, sort of Deadpool-style proof-of-concept Yeah. Uh, for Halo. Yeah, and then we're talking years ago. And Neil Bullcamp's CGI, I don't know where he gets it done. I don't know <laughs> who does it, but the CGI is always... Excellent, top notch. yeah, top notch, uh, and it the CGI looks good. I, I think one of the things about Halo for me uh, is like you say about fan made, right? One of the things about Halo is I've never they have to kind of make the world feel lived in. Yeah, so that's something that's kind of the things that uh, you know you kind of need to establish the world and stuff. And one thing Halo's always kind of been bad at is actually in the games anyway, because half the games take place, you're killing aliens on an alien world. You're in world. space, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're in space, or you're on a spaceship. And it's all military, and you're kind of going from one conflict to the next, but there's no... It's not like Skyrim, where you walk about a village, you see right. the village. You yeah. kind of go, oh, okay, I know where I am. Uh, you're going from action piece to action piece to action piece, and a apart from Halo 2... Even then, you don't see a lot of... Because it's mid-war, all those civilians are gone. You don't see a lot of people chatting. Uh, you don't see businesses. You don't see people... You, do you know what I mean? You don't see all of that. Everyone's so, so melancholy. 
<laughs> Sorry, just, that's a Megamind quote. Melancholy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Everyone's just so sad. <laughs> it was, it, it, it's not so much sad. You don't see people. You don't yeah. barely see civilians. So it's kind of, how are they going to engage people that aren't into Halo? Is it just yeah. going to be one ass whipping from the it's next? Like, which basically, will get boring. Yeah. Like you and uh, Bod might watch it and like freak out because it's like... You're the only two people that I know that were like Bainer Bainer fucking loves about Halo. So you guys might dip into it and then love it, and I'd be like, I'm not really. Or you might hate it and be like, they've done a really bad job. I'd be intrigued <clears> to watch. I'm excited to watch the fight with the elites. The elite, the aliens look really good, and they look spot on Do to they? how they look in the games. Yeah, oh yeah, they look the elite aliens that he's fighting at the end of that trailer look pretty badass like that looks cool. i'm not convinced actually about master chief but i've never master chief i don't know if master chief is going to make a compel- compelling character uh mm. but yeah because he, he could end up like the mandalorian right yeah but the mandalorian takes a lot of damage a lot of it's covered up by his armor but he's also yeah. when he was taking down random bounties he's good yeah but when he's dealing with when he was you know dealing with other people uh, he's sometimes out of his depth. The Master Chief's never really out of his depth. <laughs> you can't really, because he's just yeah. a super soldier. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not really sure. I don't know enough about Halo in terms of his backstory or what he's. I was going to ask, like, is he meant to be half human, half robot, or whatever? He's and, like programmable. In, he's a bit like Captain America. Is the way I would. But programmable, him. apparently, is what they said in the trailer. I don't know. Pro- Nowadays, you could do genetic programming. You could do brainwashing, I guess. Yeah. Or uh, I, it's because I don't know how they're going to get around it because he carries around Cortana, who's this AI. <laughs> Sorry, I hear some <laughs> right background noise. Someone's got some music on, which might be annoying for the listeners. But that's uh, right. I can't hear anything on my end. So. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Carry on. No. So I, I'm not sure. He's supposed to be like. He carries around Cortana, but I swear, I I can't actually remember when he picks up Cortana. It must be early doors, I think, he puts in the games. Uh, I played Halo 1 recently, I can't bloody remember. Uh, But he picks (laughs) up, he doesn't have her to start with in the games. Mm -hmm. Uh, You pick her up at the end of the first mission or something. But it'll be weird, I I don't know how they're going to do it, basically. And it'll be interesting to see. Uh, but it's one of these ones that's either going to do quite well or you're only going to get maybe two seasons out of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It might be a. It might. It might bomb and fail. It might. It could very well bomb and fail. This the, the project in and of itself. They've been trying to make a Halo film slash TV series since about two thousand. I feel like that has been a thing. Yeah, they've been trying to make this more than a video game, and it's just not been able. I don't know how. It's just. It's been put on the floor. It's been put on the yeah. shelf. No one's really picked yeah. it back up. And now it's been made. And I see the trailer and I'm like, probably probably give it a miss. <laughs> Personally. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I mean. It's, it's an interesting study in, uh, is this project just doomed to not work? Yeah. Because of the characters that are in it. I think if you wanted, personally, if we were going to go this route, if they want to make Halo, they should adapt Halo Reach as a uh, TV show, uh, you, you said you didn't play Halo. Halo Reach, instead of one person, it's a team of six. 
uh, and basically they discover that the the this planet called Reach is humanity's like fortress world. It's where a lot of their military complex, industrial complex is. Mm. And you can yawn through it, Roy. You don't yes, have to worry sorry. about it. <laughs> I've had a day. <laughs> uh, so. And they take their helmets off as well. So Master Chief's infamous for not a bit like Mandalorian for not yeah. taking his helmet off. Uh, they take their helmets off. You get to know the characters. There's a lot more squad banter because there's six of them. You're not just yeah. a lone super soldier. Uh, they also, Halo Reach, spoiler alert, uh, does not end well for the members of... Uh, God damn it. Master Chief. The team they, Noble. Team. Noble team. Uh, Noble team does not end well for any of them. Even you. The player character, huh. uh, and Reach falls in the end. So Reach, they, basically, it's them trying to fight to save the planet. And right. every time they think they're getting a leg up, and they're thinking, "Yes, we're going to turn the tide of this invasion," something else happens. They're like, Fuck. "Yeah." Uh, <laughs> so basically, it becomes more and more desperate. Uh, that would be a more interesting story about basically they're. It's kind of a bit like Saving Private Ryan esque, where it's kind of unstoppable odds. And you've got six. Even super soldiers aren't enough. That would be cool. And uh, I think that you might be onto something here because in the trailer they show you three or four other guys with their helmets off. Yeah. And it's like you're going to be accompanying Master Chief. So it could be. Yes. Could be the They're fact your that characters. Those are your characters, and then there might be some banter, and it might be funny, and it might be. Yeah. Emotional. I think that's the only way to do it because, like I said, the no and the best bit about Noble, the Noble team, were that they were all. Master Chief's just armor, gun. Yeah. Noble had customized all their armor, so they all were different style of... Ca- a bit like the bounty hunters from Star Wars, yeah. where everyone did things slightly differently. Mm. Uh, so they all had, like, a specialty. Got classic specialties that you can just take... Like, Battlefield classes, oh, so you yeah, can take yeah. them off. But it, that sort of idea, I think, would be a lot... I think it would make a better TV show, but we'll wait and see. We will we'll wait, wait and see. see. Not that I know any better. No, 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 very true. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's it's fine. Uh, I'll probably wait for someone else to see it before I hear what it's like. Or maybe just look at some reviews or something. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Um, reviews. Moving on to our last uh, trailer. Did you find time to watch this? I did, but I'm not really... Yeah, me neither. I'm not really a fan of... Um, uh... um, Netflix have basically remade the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think it's a series. Maybe. I think it's a series. And it's all about just the start of Leatherface and the, te- and the massacre that happened in Texas. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it looks like a very gory, scary time that Eddie will probably never watch. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I probably, I don't know. I mean, it was interesting. I feel like the listeners will probably be interested if they hadn't known that there was a, a trailer released about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. I think it's a good. film. It's it a, film. Like a film. It looks yeah, good, but I feel like it's also on the same par as, what are they calling them now? They're not, they're not sequels, but they're, it's like a, it's like a reboot, but a it's a soft se- reboot. A, not a soft reboot. Oh, what are they it calling it? It is a soft it? reboot. But it's like in line with the original, though. Like it's in the same storyline. It's like a sequel boot or something, or a, like. Oh, I know what you mean. You're rebooting it because it's effectively the same as this first movie, but it is actually in the same uh-huh. timeline because they did the same yes. with the Halloween, with uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis. Yeah. And they did the same with Scream Five or or uh, Five Cream, as it said in the poster. 
Yeah. Five cream. What a great uh, marketing ploy that was. <laughs> but you know what I mean? They're all kind of, all these horror movies all are that. kind of releasing the same movie, but in a, in a reboot, but also in the same timeline. Yeah, I know the what I know what you're talking about, and I just can't think of the word, but I know which one you're on about. Uh, it's like a legacy reboot or something. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, it looks it looks good. It looks like it's really well made. Um, I probably won't watch it. Duncan, <laughs> will you? No. No. We'll put we'll not, put a, we'll put because you can do this now on Spotify. We'll put a poll down below on Spotify. So if you will, you open watch up Texas Chainsaw open up your iPod. <laughs> Have a look at the poll. First of all, let us... Actually, I might do this uh, instead. Uh, let us know whether or not you watch or listen to the podcast because we're on video podcasts on Spotify now, and that's great. Uh, and that's then true. down below that poll, I'll say whether or not... Are you going to watch this movie? I'm not. <laughs> Duncan's not. Eddie's not. Why did we even talk about it? Because it's something to talk about. Talk and this about is what it. we yeah. do on this podcast. Is Absolutely. Sometimes we, there's no structure and we just talk. So it's fine. <laughs> and things just happen. <laughs> uh, shall we end it there, Dunk? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> um, so that'll do it for this week. Um, again, if you want to contribute to the topics, what you can do is I can leave something down below on Spotify and you can let us know uh, what you want to talk about, you know, what you find class. If not, you can always just search us on all the socials. It's That's Class Pod, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, YouTube is That's Class Podcast, I think. Uh, write to us, let us know what you find class. We'll probably put it in a future episode. Um, you'll catch us on YouTube, probably on Wednesday. This will come out on the Monday. I should be able to do it. It's Saturday today, so I should be able to upload things up in time for when we're actually saying it. Um, give sure. us a rating, give us a review, give us a like, hit the bell so you know what's going on. Uh, Spotify are doing ratings, Apple are doing ratings, YouTube does the whole like system. Do all those things. Share it with your friends. It's great that ev- people are listening. We have We're 18 increasing. people. 18 people it's, listen it's to these podcasts. Which it is, was 10. It was 10 last year, so it's, it's going. It's outrageous. 18 people. Um, why? I mean, thank you, but, you know, thanks. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, thank, thanks for listening. Um, have a super day. And say goodbye, Duncan. Goodbye, Duncan. And as Eddie I'm says a- at the end of every episode of That's Class... Was that Eddie? Was that Eddie? I can't hear you. Oh, he's not here. Oh. Oh. Happy birthday, Eddie, you prick. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.